0: everyone and welcome to this episode of the entrepreneurs profit growth podcast with me Lucy Starbuck so as i promised in the last episode we are going to talk today about the second financial statement which is the balance sheet so i call the balance sheet their big daddy And the reason I call this the Big Daddy is because of the strength of your business that it shows. And yes, while I believe women are also very strong, it's just a funny title. So I love calling it that. So the profit and loss being the showgirl, the balance sheet being the Big Daddy, and the cash flow statement, which we will talk about in the next episode, is the king because cash is king. So when it comes to the balance sheet, I find that from a small business perspective, it often kind of gets ignored because it's not as juicy as the PL, or people don't think it is as juicy as the PL. But actually, there's some really critical pieces of information, some critical insights about your business that exist in the balance sheet. So I'm gonna keep this episode relatively brief because I don't want to overload you with, you know, stuff that maybe you don't need to know from an everyday perspective. But I do want to empower you with the knowledge that of what the balance sheet actually is. So if you already have an accountant or a bookkeeper, you know exactly what to be asking them about your balance sheet. You know what it is and you have the right questions to ask to get the information about your business. Or if you don't have an accountant or a bookkeeper, but you do have accounting software like Xero or Myob or QuickBooks, you can go into your balance sheet and you know what you're actually looking for. So that is the intent of this podcast, like I said before, to demystify and really bring key financial concepts into layman's terms so you are able to know what you're looking for, be more empowered to make quick, smart decisions when it comes to your business through the numbers. So let me start on the balance sheet by explaining what it actually is. So the balance sheet can also be called the statement of financial position. And what it really means is a snapshot at any one point in time. So let's say I want to look at my balance sheet as at the 31st of March, 2023. And what it will tell me as at that date is everything my business owns against everything my business owes and therefore what the net position of my business is so everything my business owns is an asset on my balance sheet and we've all heard the word asset and so on the top half of a balance sheet you will list out all of your assets so but in categories so for example you will have cash So cash will always be at the top of your balance sheet because it's the most liquid asset that you have. So actually your balance sheet is always ordered in order of liquidity. So cash is at the top and I'll explain more as we go down. So if you have five different bank accounts for your business or one different bank account for your business, they will all be amalgamated into this one cash balance. So quite straightforward asset. If you have lots of cash, it's usually a good thing, depending on what your business is. Um, It allows, it means that you're quite strong. And if you have, you know, an unforeseen expense, you have cash to pay for it. So cash is great in most examples. So I'm sure there'll be people listening being like, oh, too much cash isn't good. But I'm keeping the simple for the purposes of this podcast. The next thing that you will see in your assets, in your balance sheet is your debtors, or it's, also called your accounts receivable. So your debtors and your accounts receivable is exactly the same thing. But what it is, it is all the invoices that are owed to you from your customers. So it usually sits just below cash because it's the next most liquid thing that you have. You've sent out an invoice and perhaps it's not due yet. So therefore, it will be paid shortly, but it's not paid yet. So it's still an asset because it is cash that is going to be received in the very, very near term from your customers or clients. So that's another example of an asset for your business. So, yes, you don't have it just yet, but you will get it really shortly. And then another example of an asset could be money that is actually rightly yours, but isn't in your bank account just yet. So, for example, if you rent some property, you will likely be putting a deposit down. So you've given, let's call it 10 grand for a deposit of your office space. That will also sit on your balance sheet as an asset, because yes, someone else has that $10,000 in their bank account for the reasons why we put down deposits and bonds, but you are actually owed that back at the point that you vacate the office space. So you will see assets sitting there that is effectively money that is rightly yours, but maybe just doesn't sit with you at this point in time. And that's what debtors and deposits are kind of like, right? So this is another reason why your balance sheet is important, because it helps you keep track of this stuff. So the next type of asset is the least liquid of the assets, fixed assets, otherwise known as property, plant and equipment. And so these are things that you own, but are not cash related. So for example, if your business owns a office or a warehouse or a factory, or even Computer or a set of computers, say you have five employees and you have given them all computers that the company owns, they will sit on your balance sheet because they are valuable, they have worth, but they are not cash. So they're still an asset, but the reason they sit under fixed assets is because you if you need to realize the cash from these assets, you would have to go through a process. So if you own your factory, you would have to put it up for sale to generate the cash. If you own the computers and you want to sell them for cash, you would have to go through a process. So they're not that liquid, but they are valuable. And therefore, they need to be recognised on the balance sheet as something that your business owns. So in order to record all of your assets in your balance sheet, this is where, once again, I will recommend accounting software. Because every time you, it's basically automatic. So every time you raise an invoice, your invoice will be recorded in your profit and loss as income. And then the other side of it will actually automatically go to your debtors or your accounts receivable. And then when you reconcile your bank account, and that invoice has been paid, it will then move from your accounts receivable into your cash. So hopefully that makes sense. And it's so much easier to record. I would suggest that creating a balance sheet without accounting software or a bookkeeper or an accountant is very challenging indeed. And a balance sheet also, to be clear, is more important if you own a company, so a separate entity to yourself, not as a sole trader. It will get very confusing because your assets so for a company, you're, it's very clear what assets belong to the company. But for a sole trader, obviously, like you own your house, maybe or your car, etc. So the balance sheet is critical for the company, and not necessarily for the sole trader. And I'll explain that shortly towards the end of the episode. So as we move down this balance sheet, and we've talked about our assets. So, you know, clearly assets feel like good things, and they are. And we should make sure that we are recognizing these accurately. For example, if your company is also invested in another company, that would sit on your balance sheet as an asset. So they are all things that are going to generate income, generate revenue for your business. Liabilities, on the other hand, are, you know, the the word liability can seem, you know, negative or what have you, they're necessary for the business. So let's just kind of come at this from a positive angle as well, you will always have liabilities in your business. But when you take your total asset position, and subtract your total liability position, you want to be in a net asset position. So, for example, if you were to close down your company at any one point in time, you don't want to be owing lots of money from your liabilities to stakeholders or what have you. So this is why the balance sheet is super, super important. Um, And I'll explain this a little bit more as well towards the end of the episode. But let's for now talk about the kinds of liabilities that you will have in your business. So, again, these go from like the most liquid liabilities to the least liquid. And so the first thing will be any bills that are owed. So say, for example, you've received an invoice for rent, your office rent, and it's not due for another two weeks. But you will record that because you know it's a liability that you owe. Right. So you see it's very like legitimate in the usual course of business. So it's not always a bad thing. But what it does do is helps you to see where cash will be outgoing from your business in the coming days or weeks. Likewise, your liability will also include any BAS liability that you may have. And another reason accounting software is so awesome is that if you are registered for GST, your liability. So you will owe at the end of every quarter GST to the government. You will also be able to claim back GST credits for everything that you purchase. So just to clarify, if you purchase something for three hundred dollars that has, I'm just going to make it up now, thirty dollars of GST in it, you will actually be able to claim that thirty dollars of GST, meaning that your actual expense to your business was only two hundred and seventeen very broad numbers, but the principle is the same. So your accounting software will actually track how much GST you've collected from your invoices and, and how much GST you can get credited from everything that you spent. And then you owe the net of that to the government. So if you owe at the end of every quarter, This will be held on your balance sheet as a liability. So again, it's really cool to look at your balance sheet at a point in time and just go like, oh shit, how big is my liability for the moment? So it helps you plan how much cash you will need to settle your liability in the future. So accounting software actually records all of that GST and all of that BAS liability for you. So again, just allows you to get more, get a handle on your business and handle on your numbers and start to just make those really empowered decisions because you know what's coming you know oh I can't really afford to invest in that this month because I'm paying 10 grand of BAS liability next month but you know I'll have that money maybe the month after just allows you to be really smart and just know what's coming up the other two kind of tax liabilities or the other kind of tax liabilities you will have on your balance sheet is if you have any employees or you indeed pay yourself out of your limited company you will owe PAYG tax. So for example, I get paid X amount of money every fortnight and of that, of course, you get taxed at source. So if you are a director in your company, so you own your company, you're a separate entity to that company. So you have to pay yourself out of payroll and then at a later date, you pay that tax to the government. So that will be kept on your balance sheet as a liability too. And also any superannuation that you owe yourself or any employees, you owe it into your super fund, that will also be tracked and kept as a liability on your balance sheet. So it's really cool to go into your balance sheet in your accounting software at any one point in time, and just see what you have there and see if it all makes sense. And for these current liabilities, so these liabilities that will be due imminently, you know, within the next quarter, you actually can start to see how much cash you will need to pay these so that's really important so you're not in a position to go oh my god I didn't realize I was paying 10 grand of super this month you actually didn't know that because you've seen it in your balance sheet and likewise if you employ a bookkeeper or you employ an accountant on a monthly or quarterly basis ask the questions of them hey what do you think my best liability is going to be this particular quarter or like what's my super etc so you can start to make sure you've got the cash for that. Then as we move down the liabilities, you might have taken a loan, for example, for your business, or you might have given your business a loan personally. So, for example, my company is called the Lucy Starbuck Group, Pty Limited. Me, as Lucy Starbuck the human, could have lent my business $10,000 for startup costs, for example. That then sits in my company's balance sheet to be paid back to me at a point in time so it has to be recorded because it's a genuine debt that my company has and we need to be really really clear about the company's financial position so that would also sit there as well so Hopefully that all starts to make sense. You've got your assets, so your cash, any equipment that you own, any money that is owed to you. You've got your liabilities, which is anything. So all your tax liabilities, any bills that you need to pay, any loans that you have, also any overdrafts that you might have. So really just making sure you're just really clear on actually what have you got, what do you owe? And let's look at the net asset or the net liability position. And again, that gives you your clarity, that gives you your insight. You go, oh, shit, I'm in a net liability position because actually I borrowed some money from a friend to run to pay a particular bill. So next month I'm going to have to pay that back because I don't want to be in a liability position. Insights and action. So you see how the CIA three-step process lends itself into all of this. But the reports give you the clarity. So hopefully this relatively short episode hasn't bamboozled you (laughs) to what a balance sheet is, but more just really explained the key principles of assets and liabilities. Of course, if you have a balance sheet and you don't know where to start reading it. So when I say if you have a balance sheet, if your accountant has sent you one, or you, you know you have accounting software and you know you must have a balance sheet in there somewhere, and I'm telling you that you do, if you operate accounting software, you have a balance sheet. Every accounting software has a page with your balance sheet on it. So if you need some support reading your financial statements, then obviously please reach out to me. My Instagram is at lucystarbuck.co and my website is at lucystarbuck.co. And you can book in either a free discovery call or book in an intensive session with me to actually get into the nuts and bolts of your PL, your balance sheet and your cash flow statement as well. Alternatively, if you already engage financial support, ask them the questions. Hey, what is my balance sheet showing? What insights do you have from my balance sheet? Every good financial professional should be able to give you three key insights from your balance sheet, for example. So hopefully this has empowered you to ask the question as well and just understand what that is a bit more. And to allow you to put that three-step process that I introduced in episode two, clarity, insights, action, into action, so that you can really start to really kind of squeeze the juice out of your numbers. You see where, hopefully I've started to kind of show you where that might be. So that closes the balance sheet episode. Thank you so much for joining me for this one. It was, it's actually a real pleasure to talk about this stuff, because I know that it can have such an impact for business owners. The next episode will be all about the cash flow statement, but actually maybe less about the statement itself, but all about why, how cash flow differs from your profit, because so many people just go, oh, hang on a minute, like your profit will tell you what your cash is. That is not the case, especially if you, one, have employees, two, are registered for GST. These things will throw out your cash flow and your PL. They will become very different beasts. So it's really important if you are either registered for GST or you have employees, please join me for this episode because you all know that cash is king. It's so true. And I want for you to have cash flowing in and out of your business freely and abundantly. And this next episode will help you do just that. So I look forward to that and I will speak to you all very soon.